something to believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything's a lie Lord, I hope that isn't true Some folks live personal wealth That'll lose you forever a coin Some folks just believe in themselves And they carry it in their growth we all need something to believe. Hello everyone, I'm Jeff Benda, and you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast. This past weekend, I spent four days on an Ignatius silent retreat with 70 other men at the DeMontreville Retreat Center in Lake Elmo, Minnesota. I make the retreat every year during this same weekend. While I sat in a quiet spot in a comfortable chair and prayed and journaled on Saturday, a 19-year-old young man shot and killed one person and injured another three at a Jewish synagogue in California. Our nation has faced so many horrific acts of gun-related violence in recent years that I truly believe we have all become somewhat and sadly numb to hearing about them. And this Monday morning when I returned to civilization and news stories on the internet, I immediately read about politicians and law enforcement offering their thoughts and prayers for the victims and that community. Then immediately below that same news story, I saw quite a few comments responding to that call for thoughts and prayers. And the comments were full of people, not just frustrated, but disgusted, blaming those same politicians and law enforcement for not offering any real changes or gun law legislation. And yet the real problem is not the offering of prayers in the face of tragedy, but the interpretation of what prayer entails. To hear many talk, prayer is like a divine Craigslist or Facebook online garage sale group. I post the things that I want or need or that I think others need right now. Oh, please, God, help these families who are suffering right now. And then I hope for God to respond. This is not a bad thing in and of itself. In fact, it's an expression of support, tempered by a legitimate sense of helplessness. Our thoughts and prayers might go something like this. I so want to do something for you, but I also know nothing I can say or do will be of any use to you. So I turn to the only one I know who might be able to help, and I ask for his intercession. But prayer is not just about asking God for stuff or about me speaking to God. It's more like my three-year-old daughter and I talking to one another on two cans tied together with string. I talk in one end and hope that God can hear me. But I also listen for what he has to say. God doesn't just sit silently taking notes. He does get the chance to speak. I admit, most of the time his end of the conversation can be pretty quiet. I often think to myself, maybe I'm not using the right kind of string. Or the Lord has just a really soft voice that I can't pick up on anymore. After the severe hearing loss caused by 17 years of shooting hunting rifles and shotguns, and another 20 years standing next to a huge sound system, blasting the song Sweet Caroline as a wedding DJ. 
Either way, it can be easy to dismiss the whole listening thing as not worth the time. But even when it seems like wasted time, things often do get said in God's silence. It's the little insights that come during a work project, the unexpected peace of mind that I have afterward when going through my day, or the gut feeling I suddenly get in the quiet about how I have treated someone or what I should do about something. If we listen, God finds a way to speak to us. At its core, prayer is about a relationship between us and God. It's like a family dinner, or a game of pinochle, or ticket to ride, or settlers of Catan with friends or family. It's a way we enable that relationship to grow. Sure, some of the time we're speaking, and in my case, most of the time I'm speaking, But if it is going to be much of a relationship, we are always going to listen. We're going to listen and be still and respond to the prompts that come. When we offer our thoughts and prayers, the commitment we are making is both to ask God to help and to take some time to listen for his suggestions as how we might contribute to that or listen for his point of view on what is going on. If I say I will offer thoughts and prayers, but my own thoughts don't change or grow in any way, if the process of prayer over time leads to nothing new, no new choices or insight, the fact is that I am missing something. Prayer is not supposed to be a substitute for action, but a means by which we learn the right actions to take. So now, for all of you listening to this podcast, I ask that you please take a moment And pray with me, because we are a people of faith, and we condemn all acts of violence. So let us offer our prayers, asking our most merciful and compassionate Father to look upon those at the California synagogue. We ask for God's healing for those who were injured, loving care for the person who was killed, and comfort and consolation for their families.